0: It's the first lawsuit of its kind and a new strategy to fight for climate action at a time when President Trump is working to undo former President Obama's climate regulations. The 21 plaintiffs are between the ages of 9 and 21, and they claim that the federal government has violated their constitutional right to a healthy climate system by consistently engaging in activities that promote fossil fuel production and greenhouse gas emissions. In November, a federal judge ruled the lawsuit could proceed to trial but now the Trump administration has filed a motion to overturn that ruling and stop trial preparation until that motion can be heard. Our guest is Chuck Warren. He is a partner at Kramer Levin Neftalis and Frankel, and head of the environmental practice there. Chuck, describe the constitutional claims that the plaintiffs are making in the case.
1: Yeah, this is a, June, this is a really unique claim in this context, uh, They're essentially saying that the the government is violating the Fifth Amendment, which says no person shall be deprived of life, liberty, or property without due process of law by engaging in the kind of conduct that you just talked about, where they're not taking action to do something about greenhouse gases, which are having an important impact, uh, an adverse impact on the the planets uh, here. And I it's really the first time in a federal court that a court has addressed this, and uh, this judge in oregon federal judge found that uh would not dismiss it and found that they could go forward to trial you know on that constitutional uh claim and also the claim that they have under what they call the public trust doctrine, which is a doctrine that's uh a common law doctrine it's been around for many years which says it's the government's obligation to protect protect and preserve uh, assets owned collectively now in the future and it's generally been applied by state courts in the United States for wildlife management and public access to beaches this is the first time anyone suggested that you would, should use the public trust doctrine uh, to protect the air in essence and so they have those two major claims. One is the constitutional claim under the Fifth Amendment, and the other is the public trust doctrine. And uh, I think if something like this is upheld, uh, it would really be a revolutionary way to deal with something like climate change, when there seems to be the situation where you might not get much government action from the federal government right now.
0: Well, Chuck, you know, there's both sort of that substantive issue, this sort of revolutionary claim that's being made, and there's also a lot of procedural things going on as the government appeals the ruling that the case can go forward. And one of the things they're wrangling over in front of the judge is whether or not discovery should take place. That is, should the government have to preserve and then produce all of the documents that might underlie the claim about how much it knew about climate change, et cetera? The the Trump administration seemed not to even want to preserve a lot of the documents. It, yes. Do they have a chance of getting of getting the judge to say that's okay?
1: I would, you know, I would I would think as far as preserving them that the courts would say, wait a minute, these need you can't really do anything to destroy these things, and you have to preserve them. Depending on how you know things are are uh, come out in the final ruling, but. Uh, I would think that they ought to be able to save the documents and preserve them. And, and the, you're correct and the Trump administration is basically uh, saying we want to appeal, Appeal, which they are, but in the meantime stop all proceedings. And that goes to the, I think, what you were just discussing, where uh, they would like to just say, okay, we don't want to have to do anything, we don't have to preserve anything. And But I, I think it's unlikely that the courts would just let them get away with saying, yeah, we don't have to preserve anything.
0: It's an odd request, but um, Chuck, what's the likelihood that this kind of a brown groundbreaking lawsuit could really succeed?
1: Well, it's interesting. There was a a similar federal lawsuit on uh, where the where they tried to invoke the public trust doctrine, and the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals basically said no. This is really under state common law, and there's no. We're not going to. Rec- we don't recognize a federal right to this. Uh, I don't know that any court has confronted the Fifth Amendment argument, which would be uh, using it in a very novel way. This is on, would go on appeal since it's from Oregon, the uh, district court. would go on appeal to the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, which is probably the best. Circuit Court of Appeals from the environmental standpoint for the plaintiffs to have. I still think it's a long shot in the end, but this is probably the best court to have it in if you're going to succeed.
0: Well, we are going to be watching this lawsuit because it really is interesting. And if you uh, look at the stories of some of these kids, it, it really is just amazing how they're they're moving forward with this, whatever side you Thanks so much, Chuck, for being with us, as always. That's Charles Warren. He is a partner at Kramer, Levin, Neftalis, and Frankel, and he's head of the environmental practice there. Coming up, we're going to be talking about 292 professors writing to the federal government. They're arguing that the executive order by Donald Trump for the federal government to withhold funding from sanctuary cities is unconstitutional, we'll talk about why.